So, on this episode, I've got a cock ring. I explain why it is that niggas will fuck women they don't like. And, at some point, the main topic will involve me trying to challenge an urban saying. And possibly even changing it. So, we should probably start. So... Welcome to Breaktown on Westside, your number one Breaktown podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who still uses running his mouth as a form of cardio. He's a man whose sickness for the thickness prevents him from skinny dipping. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denverby. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to talk about stuff that relates to, you know, love, sex, and relationships. At some point, I try to pit the men against the women. At some point, people might disagree, but I usually like to come up with a very nice conclusion. And if you agree with that conclusion, if you don't agree with that conclusion, then you are free to challenge the ideas further via IG at Breaktime on Westside is a handle to hit me up at. Slide in the DMs there. If you are on Facebook and if you use Facebook, then the place to slide into is at Breaktime on Westside, the Facebook page. And if you're on Twitter and you'd like to slide into my personal DMs, then it is at Bagaka the D. And if our debating on the DMs actually does bear some fruit, then I'd be more than happy to do an episode on what it is that we've discussed and it doesn't even have to be a debate or a discussion like you can even literally just suggest stuff that you'd want me to talk about and if it does seem to fit a certain criteria then i might as well just talk about it because i feel like there's a lot to be talked about and i don't even do that many episodes in a week so i might as well pick some of the best things that we talk about that i might not even point out myself and if you are liking the podcast, if you do enjoy the experience, then a nice rating and or review will be highly appreciated on whichever app that you use. Helps me climb up the charts and, you know, allows me to justify myself when I say that I am a chart-topping podcaster because at least at that point in time, stats will back me up so I won't sound like I'm lying. But all that said and done, we do have a show to get on the road and there are a couple of things that I actually want to talk about before I even get into the main topic. Now, first one is, I don't know if some of you all realized, I think this is mostly a babes thing but apparently sometime last week frank ocean dropped a nude now you know this is this is particularly common because especially if you look through the past couple of months hell over the past i guess year or so i feel like there's way more celebrity nudes that have gone out into the internet some of them that have been called leaks others have been you know mistakes by the artists themselves but sometimes the artists have done it intentionally and it's all come with some sort of a mixed result now unlike the other artists who sort of did it for attention in his case it didn't really seem like it was supposed to be an attention seeking thing or at least his dick wasn't meant to be the attention grabber the true attention grabber there was actually his cock ring yeah Frank Ocean actually decided to go out into the internet and instead of releasing a bunch of new music or merch or like a shoe deal or some shit, he decided to release a cock ring. Now, the story reads, and I quote, Frank was recently trending after his luxury brand Homa released a new collection of accessories featuring pendants, earrings, keychains, and the triple XL H-bone ring, which is a diamond encrusted 18 karat gold cock ring. Now, while the keychains range from $310, the triple XL H-bone ring, which also features 60 quote-unquote lap-grown princess cut diamonds, is priced at a whopping $25,000. 570. And to make things more controversial, Frank showed off the new triple XL H-bone ring with a hairy nude. End quote. <sighs> this is annoying. 
this is very annoying like talking about someone's dick isn't really something that i enjoy doing mostly because guys aren't supposed to think of other guys dicks as such or, or at least straight guys aren't supposed to so it does seem a little bit hard for me to start talking about it although the good thing is at least i didn't look at his dick you know i i was fortunate enough not to get the nude but at least i did see the cock ring and i have to say to be very honest whoever it is that wants to get that thing i honestly don't know what you're gonna do with it like personally i've never really understood cock rings kind of the same way i've never really understood strip clubs although with strip clubs at least i can sort of find a basis around where like the allure and and the justification for wanting to go there comes from but with a cock ring it it just doesn't make sense like yes maybe you're cutting off blood flow when you know you decide to wear one and it's a little bit tighter for your dick so does that mean that you put it when you're flaccid and then when you get hard you know that's when it'll like you know hold the blood flow or what is it supposed to do because like i know if you like tighten it around you know the penis and it's like hard and everything the the front part becomes a lot more sensitive because it's like the nerves are like slightly more exposed and shit but i'm still not getting it like first of all it's made of metal and it's thick so getting the fit done right for your dick might be a bit of an issue because the thing with with guys that dick sizes are gonna be different all around and usually it's not just a length thing there's also the girth side of it so it seems like it would be a lot weirder when you're going to get yourself a cock ring and you kind of have to get measurements for your dick like trying to find a condom that fits your dick can be a bit of a problem in and of itself but at least that one's rubber and you can stretch it out so if it's too big then you know you throw it away and if it's too small you know you can sort of like squeeze into it but when it's a cock ring like do the jewelers you know is is the company that's supposed to be like getting it for you supposed to measure your dick size so that they send it to you with a certain size or is it supposed to come when it's smaller than you were in? like i'm trying to do the math around this and it's not making sense at all then on top of that there's diamonds like i can get how it's supposed to look like a flashy tool that's almost like an ornament of sorts but i don't think there's that many guys with that much money and that much dick that would really take advantage of it because if you have you know like two three inches considering that this thing looks like it might even take up the size of say possibly close to an inch you know you've robbed shorty or you've robbed whoever it is that you're smashing nearly an inch worth of dick and not unless if you have a lot of dick to give then that's not a great thing she might be giving you head and you know that can work as a stopper but when you're shagging her especially with the way like shorty's pussies tend to be very sensitive probably gold might not be the best thing to you know introduce to the vagina so in all essence not unless if someone is getting this as a collectible because they like frank ocean i honestly do not see where it is that people might actually want to spend that much money on something that's this superficial and in my opinion completely pointless but then again it's my opinion and this guy is bisexual maybe gay dudes actually have something that they'd like with a cock ring i don't know probably they can tell me hit me up in the dms and shit so that we can discuss this one now besides that there was something else that i did want us to talk about now there was a clip that i saw online and for some reason when i was looking at the comments a lot of the babes were kind of surprised about it and it was from the girl stop playing podcast and it had this man called stefan speaks i think most babes probably know him from ig he's like a dating coach and shit and he was being asked about the idea of men banging babes that they're not attracted to now his sentiments are particularly normal for me but i'm sure there's a lot of people that might find it a little bit weird so let me just play then we can talk about it so here it is 
Do men have sex with women they don't like? Hell yeah. Look into that camera. Look <laughs> into that camera and say yeah. it. Why? Why, Stefan? Oh why? Not, not only do men... Now, let me, again, not all men, but not only do men have sex with women they don't like, there are tons of men who have sex with women they're not even attracted to. So, so again, this is the men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing, because speaking for the majority of women, it's... In, I can't even fathom a man on top of me that I don't like, I'm not interested in, I'm not attracted to. Like, that... Why would I do that? You all are totally... Well, so Their heads are exploding right now, Stefan. Their so heads listen, are exploding. So now, again, I'm one of those guys where I cannot sleep with someone I'm not attracted to. I'm very visual. I need that stimulation. Thank that's God. You not got there, some standards. Okay. You know, I, I can't do it. But I know dudes... That have none. As long as you got legs and something in between, it's a wrap, <laughs> Okay. And, and and they will have sex out of the mere convenience Just of it can, in that moment. Yeah, yes, yeah. because again, it is simply a pleasurable physical experience. All right. I kind of like how he said, you know, for the convenience of it, because it's a simple, pleasurable experience. Like, I don't know how it is that a lot of babes actually don't think that this is actually a reality. Although then again, there are a lot of babes that do sort of think that we have the same exact dating styles and preferences and shit. Of which the reality of it is we actually don't. Like for us guys, because we look at sex as both challenge and reward, we have a different approach to it as opposed to the babes, you know, because women hold the keys to sex. That's that's one fundamental fact I think I've spoken about too many times on this podcast. And because women do hold the keys to sex, it's not going to be sex, not unless if she opens her legs. Like if you don't open her legs then we're not fucking. Now, when you kind of look at how guys look at sex, it's like because we wish to have it, but we're not able to get it as much, any chance we get, we will end up taking that chance and going to bang the shorty because it's an opportunity to bang the shorty. It's not even a convenience thing. It's literally a case of I don't get enough of it. Hell, I probably don't get any at all. So any shorty who's willing to give me some I'll probably say yes, simply because I do not know when I'm going to get pussy next. It's simple as that. I don't know when I'm going to get pussy as a guy because a shorty can pretty much get up in the morning and hypothetically speaking, of which weirdly enough such a study has been done, she can literally walk out of her house and literally ask like every single guy within say a 100 meter radius whether they want to fuck her and there's an 80 to 90% chance that the guys are gonna say yes. Not because they find her attractive, but simply because they have a chance to shag a babe. Like, they might have been wanting that babe, they might not have given a fuck about that babe, but they'll probably say yes. So, if there's a massive percentage of guys that are gonna say yes to a bunch of random pussy, don't you think that a clean majority of those guys probably weren't even interested in that babe? Probably weren't even attracted to that babe, but simply decided because this is our free opportunity to get some ass without having to do too much work for it, I'll just take it. Like, it's almost common sense for a lot of us guys, but I guess maybe telling this to the babes might make sense. But if y'all want me to, to talk about this extensively, y'all know what to do. Hit me up on the DMs. If you're on CastBox, you can drop it in the comments there. And I'd be more than glad to talk about this entire thing. But all that aside, we need to move it on to our main topic of today. Now, I'm going to kick things off by giving y'all two sayings. One is more of an urban saying that's almost like a proverb. And the second one is quite literally a proverb in and of itself. Now, the first saying is, nice guys finish last. But the second saying is, he who laughs last, laughs best. Now, those two sayings almost sound contradictory to each other, but they're pretty useful. I want you to hold on to them and I will definitely get back to them somewhere towards the end. 
Now, while I was on IG over the past week, there was a very interesting reel that I came across and it was from tonight's Conversation Cards, which happens to be a podcast uh, that usually throws around a couple of dating and couple questions and shit and the people that are on the pod usually tend to answer them. Now, the question that I ended up running into was a particularly interesting one, which is about guys and finishing last, which kind of relates to that first saying that was there. So I'm going to play it for you. Then we're going to discuss a couple of the things that the guys were saying over there because I found what they said about the entire thing to be particularly interesting. So here it is. True or false? Good guys finish last. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) So you okay with finishing last? As long as I finish. Come on now. In so many different ways, a man is already supposed to be able to finish last. I'm going to make sure my family eats. I'm going to make sure they're provided for. If my lady wants rounds, I'm going to make sure I hold out to give her rounds. So we're already in a position of subservice, right? It ain't necessarily about being someone's first. And I think sometimes we get really insecure about, I'm not the first person you fell in love with. I'm not the first person. This first, 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 first. But when you're the last, that means the rest of it and sometimes we look at what happened previous to us and we let it mess up our minds but it's like yo i want to be the last person you say i love you to in a romantic way i want to be the last person you say i do to i, I want you in a poem. i want you to be thank you all right very interesting take very interesting take the only thing is i disagree with about two main things from this entire clip that was shared here now The first part is the whole good guys finish last, which if I was I'd have said false because I don't think good guys finish last. Actually, if I'm not wrong, good guys finish first. If I'm not wrong, if I'm not wrong, like this one, this one, I'm very welcome to being debated like genuine good guys, like good guys who are like good in character, good in values, good in like blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of those guys tend to finish first. And the reason why I'm saying that they actually do finish first is because a lot of them will end up settling down fairly early. They'll get one girlfriend and they'll, you know, settle with them. And they're pretty much good boyfriends. Like those guys will pretty much get into one relationship and stick in that one relationship for a long time. Not because, you know, they they are the best or their girlfriends don't want to leave. It's just that there's no real reason for them to leave because these guys are genuinely good. It's not like they've done anything bad to them. It's just that they've pretty much been good and they haven't done them any wrong the entire time. So it becomes very hard for a babe to automatically leave because as a richer, better looking guy that could possibly offer them better because what justification are you going to give, you know, to leave this guy that's been treating you all well, that's been all sweet with you, that's pretty much been a good boyfriend the entire time and possibly even listens to you. So like even for my age a lot of the guys that i was in high school with a lot of guys that i was in uni with that are genuine good guys like they've either been in super long-term relationships with their girlfriends they've gotten engaged or they even married like straight up and you would think that guys in my current age and generation wouldn't be getting married until like 30 or, or we wouldn't think about it until we're like 30 but these guys got married pretty early and i totally salute them and shit so if anything they were the first amongst us guys to actually get married in terms of our age group and unlike most of us they weren't chasing around bad bitches or babes that they'd simply just want to fuck you know they pretty much just went straight followed the straight line and just went for the long haul and shit so i wouldn't really say that it's a good guy thing but 
it's more of a nice guys finish last of which that's the the phrase that i'm actually gonna go with because that is the way the saying is said and there's a particular reason why we say nice guys finish last and not good guys finish last the reason why we go with nice guys finish last is because like those are guys that will generally be nice to the particular babe or you know to babes in general and they expect something or at least they believe that them being nice will actually get them the babe which doesn't usually work out all that great and that's actually why they end up finishing last now the second thing that i disagree with in this entire thing is actually how these guys have sort of played it off because the way they've made it seem with the whole nice guys finish last isn't actually how the saying is meant to be used like it's almost like when you go to someone and you're hungry and this person has food and they're not giving it to you and then you're like uh according to the bible jesus said man shall not live on bread alone and you know that means that you share or you know you're you're pretty much you know asking someone to buy more stuff from you rather than just the bread and you're saying you know what according to the bible it says man shall not live on bread alone like that's how i'm seeing them using this entire thing because how they're playing off the whole or oh, you know uh nice guys finish last which is what i'm sticking with not good guys is sort of you know a way in which it's actually hard to disagree with because it's pretty much just being a good person like you know caring for your family uh you know making sure your your babe has had her orgasm because her orgasm is harder to reach than yours and shit like those are stuff that guys are typically supposed to do you know save for for some of us that believe that your nut is your responsibility and you know go get your nut and i'll worry about mine like besides that for the most part that's what most guys will typically do so it actually becomes hard to disprove of it yet the saying itself relates to something completely different like it relates to the guy that is pretty much doing all the nice things for this shorty expecting that he will get a chance actually being the last in terms of the number of guys to receive whatever it is that he wanted whether it's a relationship whether it's sex from that particular babe of which they completely ignored all of that except for the one guy that was talking about the whole first thing which i thought seemed a bit more like bullshit because i i've never really seen a guy talking about how he wants to be the first guy to break her virginity and shit like or he wants to be the first guy to fuck like most guys will say i just want to be the only one like i don't want you fucking anyone else i wouldn't want to be one of the many guys that's screwing you right now like if a guy genuinely likes loves you know cares for a babe he'll probably say you know what i want to be the only guy that's fucking you you know that's that's kind of how we usually look at it as guys although maybe there are some people and yes maybe those are the ones that focus too much on being the first but for most guys i'd say we focus on being the only not really the first but back to the whole nice guy thing like i've never really been one person that agrees with it because it's not usually a very good thing to do like it's something that you realize over time actually sort of works against you because you know when you're this really nice guy that does a to z for a certain shorty and you really want to be with her for some reason like at least for the babes my age and younger like from the experiences that i've had and from the experiences of my own peers like you go and you treat a babe nice like this and all and they'll always appreciate that shit but for some reason they're always gonna end up being fucked by the toxic bad boy and the fuck boys and shit now don't get me wrong i'm not telling you to be one of them 
I'm not telling you to be a bad boy. I'm not telling you to try and act like a fuck boy. Like how you act, what it is that you choose to do is entirely up to you. But please stick to being yourself. Don't try and be anything you're not. But all in all, like you find that these babes usually end up screwing all of these guys. And then at some point when now, you know, they realize that they want to settle down or when they're tired and they've had their fun, that's when they start going for the nice guys which is something that I actually haven't really liked all that much because if you said that I'd be a great boyfriend, you know, I'd make a great boyfriend, I'd make a great husband, I'd make a great partner, you know, why am I not your choice right now? You know, if you're not making that choice right now, is it that you're from a bad breakup of which, you know, after you've gone through your your traumatic season and you've healed and shit, how comes you don't choose me? Because let's be honest, after she's gone through that season, she's probably going to end up with another douchebag or she'll probably decide, oh, you know, I want to go into a whole phase and shit of which at the end of the day, how is it that you say that I'd make a great partner and yet when it comes time to date, you're busy giving a chance to a couple of other douchebags. Like, you know, this guy is a douchebag, you know, he's toxic, you know, he's probably a bad boy, you know, he might be a fuck boy, you know, he's bad news, but you're still giving him a chance and you're still putting me on the sidelines because why? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Why the fuck am I being kept up until when you've been fucked by all of these toxic niggas, when you've gone through all of this toxic shit, now that's when you're like, you know what, I think now I want to settle down with you. Like, that shit doesn't make sense to me. I don't see why I'd want, you know, to be among the people that finishes last. Like, I'd much rather get a chance with you and, you know, if shit doesn't work out, shit doesn't work out. Because at least at that point, I'll have loved and lost instead of not loving at all. Because I don't see why it is that I'd be saved for last. You know, I'm being passed up. All of these guys are just coming in. They're doing the same exact thing. You're going through the same exact set of guys. And then at some point when you're like, you know what? I'm tired of these guys. I want to settle down. That's when you suddenly look at me. Like, I hate being that last option. Because it's like, if I can't get one good person or if I can't change any of these toxic niggas, then I'm going to fall back to you because at least I know that you're good enough. Like that is some shit that I do not like at all because that makes me look like I'm just a good enough choice and I'm not necessarily the best choice that you'd have. Because if you had your best, then you'd probably pick that and stick to it. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of guys that will go ahead and they'll be the certain babe and they'll end up lasting with that babe. So in essence, they will have actually been that babe's last of which that is actually a more ideal choice. I'd much rather you try shit with me right now and then if stuff works out, then it'll be great because I'll have been your last, yes, but it won't be a case of me finishing last. I'll have just been the best choice at that time that was taken. Not the last good choice that you have after realizing that each and every one of the guys that you've been shagging cannot raise kids the same way you raise their cock. So in conclusion, I'm sticking to my guns. Nice guys do finish last and that is not a good thing. And just the same way that saying has not been a good saying, it continues to not be a good saying. So I do not seek to change that at any point. But as the proverb goes, he who laughs last laughs best. If you are her last, if you are the person that she chooses to settle down with, if you do end up being the person that she wants to spend the rest of her life with, should you choose to do the same exact thing, then by all means, that'll be a great thing. That'll be an absolutely great thing. The only thing is just make sure that you're not the nice guy that she saved for last.
that's what i'm gonna say although then again you might disagree with me or you might agree with me but i'm gonna leave that open to you the dms are open on ig it is at break time on west side on facebook it is also at break time on west side and on twitter you can slide into my personal dms which is at bagaka the d thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break <laughs>